Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash NatchBute. Tune in, baby. Feral Audio. P-R-A. Public Radio America. It's like a tote bag for your ears. This week on You're Welcome, we give you an exclusive first look at an inspirational new film and interview its star, somewhat slightly less inspirational actress Gabby Brindell. All this and retractions today on... You're Welcome. Welcome to You're Welcome. I'm Stefan Hyphen-Straitman, and I've been unmedicated for my face blindness for over 30 years. Also, I've been undiagnosed. Also, face blindness might not be real. The point is, if I don't recognize you, you must not victim blame me. Our first story. The independent movie scene has recently been a buzz, even more so than it usually gets from cocaine and high-end espresso, due to one little film that's been taking the festival circuit by storm. Spin my heart, not my head, is the touching, frank, raw story of Dmitry Wakanov, a mentor to thousands of struggling young musicians who don't know how to write or perform music and go on to never learn how to write or perform music, but become thousands of times more financially successful in the music industry. Here's a clip. Yo, I give up! I'll never learn how to play the snare drum! I'm too easily bored! Listen! You listen to me! I won't settle for that from you! I can't do it! You don't have to! I... What? I agree with you. You can't do it, so stop trying. Give up! But... but I feel so entitled to the visibility and money that comes with being a successful musician! Then learn how to play someone else's snare drum with the push of a button! Psh! You're talking like my schizophrenic, abusive, alcoholic dad! Only crazier. You can become a DJ. You can become a D. Jay. Yes, I was getting to that. Spin My Heart, Not My Head is based on the true story of Wakanov, a music teacher at a failing public school who turns his slashed budgets and apathetic students into an opportunity to create an army of profitable young DJs to make the local nightlife even worse. The film debuted at the Verizon Presents the Sundance Film Festival, presented by Verizon, where it won the coveted Jamba Juice Presents the Jury Prize in an unheard-of victory against a movie about characters who happily subscribed to Verizon. It went on to win the Ford Focus Award for Excellence at the South by Farther South Film Festival, presented by Granny Lola's Ass-Kickin' Hot Sauce, and finally cemented its stance as an Oscar contender by winning the I'm a Good Movie Certificate at the Long John Silver's Presents the Delaware International Film Festival and Hush Puppy Eating Contest. Reviews for Spin My Heart, Not My Head have ranged from great to super great. Paul Gimble of the Vermont Overcast says... 
I swear to God, if my infant son's first complete string of syllables is not spin my heart, not my head, I will feed him to a boa constrictor. Dana Donald of the Los Angeles Observer says, This is more than just a movie. This is an absolute truth. The worst DJ on earth is better than the best nurse, most accomplished firefighter, and Abraham Lincoln, combined and multiplied by Gandhi. I have not seen the film, but I have already decided I love it. The director, Topher Hawk, could not be reached for comment as he's been on sabbatical in Vegas, consulting bookies about his odds of winning all the Oscars. But joining us in studio is Gabby Brendel, the young actress who portrays the struggling inner-city music student Candelabra. Miss Brendel, welcome to your welcome. Uh, thanks, Stefan. First time ever heard of this, uh, long-time fan. Terrific. What drew you to this role, Gabby? Well, I was tired of the Outback Steakhouse commercials, and this seemed like a reasonable amount of money. Oh, yes, yes, that must be where I recognize you from. You played the waitress who chopped up bloomin' onions with a boomerang, right? Sheila, right. Right. Outstanding. Is Sheila there? Uh, can I speak to Sheila? Oh, uh, gosh, um... I have a question for Sheila. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know, okay, um, <clears throat> a sip of water. G'day, Stefan. This is Sheila. Throw another bloomin' onion on the barbie for prices so low they're practically down under. Sheila, hello. Welcome to your welcome. My question concerns Australian gun control policies. Now, legislation of automatic firearms in your country has been a high standard proven difficult for other developed nations to attain. What diplomatic measures could Australia offer in hopes of tempering the addiction to assault weapons countries like America have been so tempered by? Uh, look, man, I, I, I'm just going around plugging this movie. I don't, I don't actually know anything about Australia's policies. Well, that's disappointing. This must be what they mean by never meet your idols, I suppose. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so this movie, Spin My Heart, Not My Head, opens in limited release this weekend. Right, and what can you tell us about your character? Um, Candelabra's from the streets. She's tough. How tough is she? You've heard of babies being born in dumpsters? Certainly. Candelabra was born in a trash compactor. Oh my, that is very tough. And since she comes from an inner city background, her only choice of getting into a good college is on a DJ scholarship. Is there such a thing? Well, no, not technically, but she thinks there is. And her mentor, Wackenov, doesn't have the heart to tell her that her dream is literally impossible. That's what makes him such a hero. And did you ever meet the real-life Dmitry Wackenov? Yeah, I did, actually, many times. Uh, the screenplay is based on his book, Turn Tables, Turn Profits, which isn't really a memoir so much as a guide on how to make money as a DJ. Yes, I have some selections from Mr. Wackenov's book here. Chapter 12 is called, Write a Book About How to Make Money as a DJ and Sell It for $35 a Unit. Yeah, it's actually, it's full of great advice. So anyway, they turn this book on how to make money into a touching, based on a true story sort of thing, so it would make more money. And here I am. There you are. And have you seen the finished film? Uh, yeah, I saw it at the Monsanto Presents Monsanto Loves Art and People Film Festival. It was fine. I mean, don't get me wrong, the film's like, oh, it's spectacular. I I'm still just bummed I lost the most Monsanto-rific actress award to that British woman who played the deaf love interest in Speak Louder, My Love. I am sorry to hear that. Yeah. No deafness pun intended. Lastly, what can you tell us about the real-world inspiration for Candelabra? 
Well, the real world Candelabra actually did not become a successful DJ. She performed at one destination wedding in Mexico, but she smuggled about 20 kilos of heroin into the country through the wedding cake and got arrested by the DJ police. I did not know about that. Uh, either the event or the existence of DJ police. Is she in prison? Uh, yes? Well, no. Okay, kind of. She got killed in prison. But she might still be haunting it. And how does your fictional version of Candelabra turn out? Well, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but she goes to Harvard and Yale at the same time on a DJ scholarship, becomes president, has five loving and well-balanced kids, and retires to Martha's Vineyard after they rename it Candelabra Island in her honor. Gabby Brendel, thank you for joining us today. I've already forgotten your name and the name of your show. Here's another clip from Spin My Heart, Not My Head to take us into a break for our sponsors. Candelabra. You can't just produce a track months in advance and then play it pre-recorded while wiggling your fingers over the keyboard to make it look like you're mixing live. I taught you better than that! But nobody noticed! Of course nobody noticed! They were at the DJ set! They weren't looking to think critically! But I noticed, Candelabra. I saw that single tear dramatically crawling down your cheek. Why did you do it? I was distracted, okay? I was up there thinking about how I'm from a low-income background and I got all these odds against me. Well, don't be stupid, you idiot. Stop spinning with your head and start spinning with your... My hands? <sighs> Not your hands as you might expect, but rather your... Oh, oh, my heart. You were going to say my heart, right? Spin with my heart? I'm trying to lay down some dramatic pauses here, Candelabra. I'm giving you a chance. Okay, how about you give me one? PRA and Your Welcome World News are brought to you by Farmer's Markets. Meet the local men and women who create your food and cringe at their social awkwardness and compulsive Tourette's-like use of the word namaste. And by the word namaste. Roughly translated from Sanskrit, it means I bow to the God within you. Roughly translated from Caucasian, it means doubt everything I've said to you up to this point. Our next story. Are you ready to start getting angry about politics all over again? Chartreuse Belljar certainly hopes so. A mayor in Knoxville, Tennessee is raising a lot of eyebrows and receiving lots of judgy looks as of late. Mayor Harry Taggart is looking to run in the next presidential campaign and in the meantime is working desperately hard to win over the appeal of voters. Taggart just finished up a welcoming speech at the inaugural Fun to the Max Fest, a free carnival held in the parking lot of a bowling alley. Yeah, cool shirt. Is that Binksy Street art? Hey, you having fun or what? Hi, uh... Mr. Taggart, um, would you like to meet me on the other side of the parking lot to have a quick interview? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. I have some mayor work to do. Now, I know super not cool, but I gots to do what a mayor's gots to do. Let me get in a few more fist bumps and I'll meet you over there. Mm. As I waited for Taggart, I asked some folks at the Fun to the Max Fest what they thought of their mayor. Yeah, I didn't vote for the guy. I'll never forget, on all his campaign signs, he was wearing this 
this dorky Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses while I'm giving a thumbs up. It was, it was like he was trying to be some kind of cool camp counselor. <laughs> he wants to run for president? <laughs> wow, I can't wait for this to crash and burn. I mean, he's fine as our mayor, but this man spends more time hosting barbecues at his house than doing any actual work. Mayor Taggart is cool! He takes poor kids to baseball games, go-karting, and sometimes he gives out concert tickets and lets kids ride in his 1994 Mustang convertible. Come on, Henry. See, this is what I'm talking about. Zero work gets done around here. Meanwhile, kids under 13 go apeshit over him. Guy is like a friggin' desperate wannabe douche. Like, I cannot wait to move out of this city. Finally, after half an hour of Taggart chest-bumping, unconsenting adults, he finally joined me next to a graffitied wall reading, Voting is cool. So, uh, Mr. Taggart, I hear you're looking to potentially run in the presidential campaign? Yeah! Don't leave me hanging! I avoid all physical contact. It's personal. Huh. Weird, but okay. Yeah, yeah, I think if I'm president, my kids will finally think I'm cool. Your, uh, kids? Uh, stepkids. They hate me. I have to ask, with all the parties and socializing, is this your campaign money that you're using? Oh, no, certainly using campaign money for campaigning, which does mean some parties, but... No, I use my money for the fun stuff. Seems like a, a good amount of money. I, I heard you turn Fifth Street into a giant slip-and-slide last summer. Oh, man, yeah, that was awesome. And you gave tickets to Warp Tour to teens in the A Chance to Change program? Rock on. That's a rehab facility. And from what I know about Warp Tour, which isn't a lot because I only listen to Chanting Monk CDs, it seems like there would be a lot of drugs and alcohol there. Yeah. I trust them. Hmm. Anyhow, uh, this seems like a lot of personal money spent on... I, uh, don't want to talk about where the money comes from, but I will say that I may have won something that rhymes with schlottery. Oh, hey, there's one of my stepkids. Laugh or something. Uh, what? Just look like you're having a blast or something. I'm afraid that's an impossibility. Hey, Harry. Can we go? I want to meet up with Heather and Kara at the mall. Ooh, girls at the mall having a fun gal time. Where do you want to go first? Head up the food court, grab some grub, check out sales at the Wet Seal and Hollister? It's on me. Ugh, no, I just need a ride. But I will take your money. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Here's 50 bucks. Actually, here's 75. Treat the girls, too. Okay, thanks. Uh, excuse me, um, what do you think about your stepdad running for president? Mmm, whatever. Whatever means cool to teens. No, it doesn't. Okay, well, we can talk about it in the car. Or not. All right, well, uh, fun interview, chartreuse. Stay cool. Shortly after Taggart sped off, I received a string of text messages and emojis from Taggart. He decided that he is no longer going to run for president along with a sad face emoji. Instead, he's going to spend his extra fun money on a new Mustang for his stepdaughter, Rachel, followed by a thumbs-up and awkward smile emoji.
That was Chartreuse Beljar reporting. Thank you, Chartreuse Beljar, the human straight line for a mouth emoji. P.R.A. and You're Welcome are brought to you by Wine Tasting. You're not drunk, you are overwhelmed by how much you're learning. Our next segment, Neither Here Nor There, starring everyone's favorite, least favorite, You're Welcome World News personality, Grap Delmont. Welcome back to the program. Is there an unsustainable gap in our country that is not a horrible clothing store? Or are the poor just looking for another handout in between their multiple jobs? This week we look at wage disparity. A war cry from the left, or just another talking point for you to annoy your friends with? Join us in our discussion. You might see how the other side thinks. Welcome to Neither Here Nor There, where a fairly moderated conversation is all you can hope for. Millions of full-time workers are living under the poverty line, despite using their employee discount at Walmart, while their employers are curled up cleaning themselves in a lap of luxury. Income inequality? Are we raising the pitchforks too quickly, and should they have more bling? Or will the market correct itself and wealth trickle down like some sort of a golden shower? Here we have Dean Malik who insists the inequality is real and a cause for concern. And there we have Giles Turner, who says the class war will inevitably kill all the celebrities we care about. Welcome to the program, gentlemen. Thank you, Greg. Always an absolute pleasure. Dean Malik, you write a blog called Unequal the Sequel. You believe we need to redistribute wealth and eliminate tax loopholes? We absolutely do, Grep. Uh, we are seeing disparity not only in income but also in wealth distribution. Uh, to be clear, though, I am not out to start a, a class war. Just I'm come... sorry, but that's complete balderdash. This is business as usual. The market ebbs and flows with grace. You can't start blaming everything on the rich, or else you'll be killing the spirit that brought us Smash Mouth, Bam Margera, and the kid who played young Anakin Skywalker. And Giles Turner, who couldn't wait his turn, but sounds absolutely enchanting, is the foremost opponent on the issue. He has written a book entitled Gap Judgment, The War on Hollywood. How do you reply to the accusations that you are making connections that definitely do not exist and that you are possibly insane? It's baffling crap. But the way rubbish spreads within the limitless bounds of the Internet, I'm not surprised. People will suggest anything to further their agenda. You sound downright majestic and very reliable. I don't want your voice to stop. Look, Grap, why should those of us who work harder foot the bill for a lazy class who wants Beyonce to starve to death? They want Caitlyn Jenner to give back her womanhood. Jennifer Lawrence will never work again if they get their way. Who can we save from their witch hunt? Are there tragedies that we could have avoided? Dean Malik. What do you have to combat such solid evidence delivered by a voice that sounds like the Beach Boys harmonizing? Um, solid? I, everything he said was offensively false. Uh, look, I realize it seems like a mob is coming for those who have worked extremely hard and, and taken risks, but it's more of a plea from the working class for a bit of breathing room. Just, just a leg up where the, uh, you know, when the deck seems to be stacked against them. Giles, what do you have to say to that? It sounds like a pretty aggressive, abstract counter to your beautifully spun narrative. Michael Jackson, 
Whitney, Philip f***ing Seymour Hoffman, they all have one thing in common, Grub. Class warfare. Okay, come on. This is getting out of hand. Uh, Dean, we actually follow a format here. I'd appreciate it if you respect that. Giles, please continue weaving your magical sounds. Okay, look, you clearly seem to be mesmerized by his accent, but the fact is, I am offering credible, confirmed facts, and he is fabricating lies that I can't believe you are even entertaining. Giles, it's true. I'm finding it easy to believe anything you say, but... You have also indicated that fiscal liberals are liars and sociopaths. Does that sum up Dean right now? What? Grap, this is precisely the phenomenon we are perceiving. <sighs> Jesus, I'm I, I'm sorry. Can you can you please say that sentence just one more time? Casually like like you're around friends? Grap, this is precisely the phenomenon we are perceiving. All right. Okay. Okay, look, this this has quickly gotten out of hand, all right? I have come ready to have a constructive conversation about this issue, and you are taking the maniac side, regardless of what he says, just because he's British? I mean, I am never going to be coming into this show again. You can forget I'm going to walk out right now. <clears throat> well, that's all the time we have today. We'd like to thank our guest, Dean Malik. We appreciate our guests, no matter how unprepared they may be. And Giles Turner... I'm honestly finding it hard to imagine that in a few short minutes your voice will be out of my life, possibly forever. Next week on the show, is your water killing you? We talked to a man who confirms yes it is, and it's also going to kill your f***ing husband. Thanks to the production crew and to the phone company for extending my bill and lowering it too. This is Grap Delmont, and this has been Neither Here Nor There. That was Neither Here Nor There with Grap. As always, Grap, thank you, and extra thanks for bringing us that most devastatingly beautiful and transcendent British accent this week. If God has a voice, that voice has a British accent. That almost wraps it up for your Welcome World News this week, but first, we are right all the time here at PRA. Except for when we're not. So here are this week's retractions. Cats are not poisonous. Bob Dylan never wrote a song called Down Low, Low Down, Whoopsie Doodle, Maybe. Cars do not fly. I meant to say airplanes that one time. The Confederate States of America's national bird was not, as previously reported, a parrot with a head injury who learned how to gargle chewing tobacco. We are up to 2.5% of our fundraising goal. Donors at the $50 level will receive a plain white t-shirt, and you can draw whatever you want on it. We would not dream of restricting your creativity at all. Thank you for having us on in the background while you drive. Special thanks, as always, to research interns Madeline Wager, Levi Petrie, and Eric Stolls, along with special interest lobbyists Haley Mancini, Richard Halverson, B.J. Emery, and Peter Banifaz along with Jeremy Simon and in-studio tarot card shuffler Zane Grant. I'm Stefan Hyphenstraitman saying thank you and you're welcome. This podcast is brought to you by feralaudio.com, fiercely independent podcasts. Home of Harmontown, Call Chelsea Peretti, Mystic Party, and more. You can donate at our show page at feralaudio.com or use our Amazon affiliate link when shopping on Amazon. P.R.A. Public Radio America. You're smarter already. Feral.
of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.